Hello and welcome to our five-day career growth bootcamp with me, Mei Ping, your career coach, corporate mentor, and really the best place for you to learn how to grow your career in the corporate world with clarity and confidence. And again, I want to welcome you to our five-day career growth bootcamp. This is the final day, day five, where we have actually been spending the past few days actually going through the um, guide or rather the itinerary that will really help you to build a really strong foundation in your career and really maximize the time that you have set for yourself, whether your career goal is in the next, you want to achieve that in the next month, you know, in the next quarter or even in the next six months or one year is really up to you. But what's really, really important is to make sure that you have set up a really, really strong foundation. And this is what the bootcamp is all about. So if you have, have just chanced upon um, today's bootcamp and you haven't had the chance to check out the previous day sessions, make sure that you get my five-day career growth guide at www.maping.com. So this guide will actually walk you through the uh, presentation that you'll be seeing on screen today. But not only that, I will also be sending you the replays of all the past sessions bootcamps. So if you want to get a replay, a refresh on that, you can do that. And um, you can get that at www.maping.com. And finally, we'll be going through some quick exercises together as usual. And if you have already downloaded the guide, uh, make sure that you have the guide ready. I think it'll be really helpful as you go along and I can walk you through how you can really maximize your online branding today, which is really the itinerary for day five. So hope you are excited for that. And you have also taken some time to work on some of the exercises I've given you in yesterday's or the past few days bootcamp and really maximize the time that we have together. Okay, so let me um, quickly bring up the five-day itinerary that we talked about. So just a very, very quick recap before we dive into everything about day five online branding. Okay, so we have spent the past few days of the bootcamp talking about five core areas. So we first started by really talking about career clarity and figuring out what do you want. So you don't only have to be a job seeker to think about what you want, but it's really an exercise that you should do every six months to 12 months. Now, whenever we reach the mid-year or year-end um, performance appraisal, most people only start thinking about what they want during that time. And this is actually a quite common juncture and that's okay. But the worst thing I've seen is that many people just completely ignore that until they feel really frustrated at their jobs where everything is really going downhill. Then they start asking themselves, oh my God, what do I want? Now, that's not a great timing. What you really want to do is make sure that you are allocating time, minimum six months, maximum 12 months to really think about what do you want to do. And this junk, this timeline, I think is really important because even for my career program, I do have a career course called the Copper Survivor. At the moment, the mentoring sessions that my students attend is really 12 months. The reason why it's 12 months is that career growth takes time, right? And really figuring out um, the growth element in terms of skills and also what you want and what's the next step. It, all these, you know, good things take time. So that's why career clarity is always like the first thing that you want to tackle. But not only that, it's kind of an ongoing process as well. So once you have an idea of like what you want and what you're willing to commit to, then of course, we always move into confidence to make sure how you feel. Because a career decision can make sense logically, but you don't feel good about it, right? I've also made many decisions in my career that like logically, I should go path A. But something inside me tells me that I might not be happy and it might not work out due to whatever reason. And therefore, path B, which may not seem like the most ideal situation, but it could be the one that makes the most sense for me. Obviously, you know, all these are 
really down to you. But what I'm trying to say here is that always also ask yourself, how do you feel about a certain decision that you have taken? Even though logically it's a tick mark, right? It's, it's like a check, but how you feel about it also matters. Then once you have career clarity, once you have job confidence, then we talk about competence. So what we talked about previously was also about, you know, what are you good at, right? It's really, really important to work on a skills development plan. And what I usually recommend is a 12-month plan because as I said, right, good things take time. So do you have a skills development plan? Because you can have whatever career goals that you want. You know, a lot of people tell me, Miping, you know, I can't do it. I'm having a quarter-life crisis. I can't achieve this. I can't achieve that. Now, that is not true. And the reason is because you want something, but you're not willing to work for it. <laughs> now, this is really tough love from me, Miping, your you know, career coach, corporate mentor, right? But what I'm saying is that you can have whatever that you want, but you need to give it a reasonable timeline and you need to have a skills development plan because you need to gradually pick up your competence so that you can you know, get closer to the goal that you want, right? So that's why we need to really focus on the first three Cs first. So once you have clarity, confidence and competence, then you are ready for value positioning, right? So value positioning is all about what you can offer because now you know what you want, what you're good at, um, as well as you feel confident about that decision, then we can then focus on, okay, what can you offer? So this is the professional pitch that I taught you in terms of like how do you present yourself during internal um, performance conversations, any internal networking or external networking or any job search activities as well. So that's where value positioning comes in. Now, if you have one, two, three, four, that's great. But a lot of people are actually missing the final part of the puzzle and the final part of the puzzle is online branding. Because at the end of the day, um, in, this, in today's digital world and in today's job market, if you don't have an online brand, and specifically when I say online brand, I mean LinkedIn profile, you know, activity on LinkedIn, that means that you are missing this very big opportunity to stand out. Now, when I mean stand out, right, it's, it's not necessarily to impress your boss. Obviously, you can do that at your actual job itself. But what I am saying is that this online branding is so important to make sure that you do not feel stuck in whatever career that you're in right now, in whatever job that you're in right now. Now, this is also really important because the most frustrated people, the angriest people I've ever met are people who feel that they are stuck. Now, that's not a good situation and it's also not the situation that I want for you. So, the final part, and this is what we're going to dive into very shortly, is really the question on how are you standing out online? And also the important question on, are you standing out the right way? Because trust me when I say that there are a lot of people who take online branding, the concept, in a very wrong way. Because um, many of you may be following the wrong people online and I will not, I shall not say who, but I will say that if you're following me, Maping Online, that means that you want to grow your career in the corporate world. Like you see yourself as a corporate professional and therefore keyword professional and really having a long-term career growth in the corporate world. So um, what we're going to tackle today is that professional reputation that you are going to portray um, using online branding and how you can really better do that. And we also probably talk about some mistakes that I see um, made by people on LinkedIn um, that will really stop you from getting new opportunities online. And um, that's something that you can stop doing and also give you some suggestions on how you can really maximize LinkedIn as a profile. So let's dive in very quickly. Now, Right. Clarity. Again, you know, if you haven't done this exercise, please make sure that you download the free five-day career growth guide at www.maping.com and go through all the exercises that I've recommended for you. For day one clarity, what do you want? Make sure that you have spent some time to identify your career confusions. So do that self-reflection. Then once you have done that, then make sure that you have gone 
and move forward to day two to really ask yourself honestly, how are you feeling? And also work on this exercise that I recommended for you, which is the boost your corporate mindset. And it works for any career. Because I've changed careers many times um, in more than 10 years in the corporate world. And I've always used this same framework, this same exercise as well. And you can really find a lot of benefits from it. Then after that, you of course, want to take your career more seriously by looking into your competence. So really asking yourself, what are you good at? And spending the time to craft out and create your career development plan for the next 12 months. Because don't be a bit naive and think that you can upskill in the next 12 days. Very difficult. In the next 12 weeks, maybe, but not the entire skill set right? Maybe one or two skills you can, right? So really focus on developing your career development plan for 12 months. Then once you're done with all that, then make sure that you've also spent some time to work on your value positioning, really asking yourself, what do you, what can you offer? And make sure that it's not an exercise that you're doing, you know, every three years or five years when you, you are really frustrated, you want to leave your job, but it's something that you can do every six months, every 12 months to really remind yourself that you are contributing, you are adding value and therefore it will gradually help you improve your confidence as well. So because confidence comes from competence and competence is really all about making sure that you are adding value in the right way in your job. Okay, so now that you have done all that, I'm sure you have done all that first before jumping into today's um, day five of online branding. So today, let's talk about how are you standing out? Because a lot of people, I find that they misunderstand the word standing out as getting as much attention as possible online so that people like their posts, so that people know who they are and think that they're an influencer and they must be really smart. And that's why they're writing all these fancy posts on LinkedIn. Or rather, these are the messages that I get from younger professionals nowadays, or rather people who are not approaching the the idea of online branding the right way because one of the most important questions or rather the most common questions I get asked is that, Ping, what do you think I should post on LinkedIn? Okay, I mean, it's a good question. If you want to be an influencer, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you're someone in the social media space, I think that's a great question if you fit any of those three boxes. However, if you're a corporate professional, you are working in a nine-to-five job across any industry and you're really focusing on career growth and long-term career success and you want new opportunities, right? You don't want to just feel stuck at your current job. You really want to learn how to get visible using personal branding. I think that's the wrong question to ask. I think the right question to ask is, how am I demonstrating my professional value using my LinkedIn profile? so that I can create a consistent brand that is aligned with my professional reputation? I think that is a better question to ask because the questions you ask determine where your mindset is at. So if you're asking the first question on like, hey, Meiping, what do you think I should post? That is a matter of make, you know, wanting attention, but really maybe not very clear as to what all these likes is going to bring you, right? Versus the second question that I recommended, which is really the heart and soul of the step-by-step -step method that I teach using LinkedIn to gather opportunities because I have used LinkedIn since 2012, right? So that's more than 10 years ago, 2012, when people didn't even know what LinkedIn was all about. I've used LinkedIn since then. And since then, every single month, I've been getting new career opportunities. Even nowadays, as a career coach, you might be surprised that I'm still getting 
messages from recruiters, from HR asking me if I would like to return to banking, consulting or fintech because those are all the areas that I have done in my career. And if you look through my LinkedIn profile, you'll know that. And that's why LinkedIn is very, very powerful. In fact, in my own career, I have changed jobs or rather seen opportunities and take on those opportunities using LinkedIn as well. So let me share maybe three key examples with you. Now, when I started using in, uh, LinkedIn in 2012, I didn't really know what that was all about, right? So I created a profile and just left it at that. Then in 2013, 2013 um, there was one day I was just scrolling around, along LinkedIn. I was just looking at some of the um, jobs because LinkedIn has like the jobs function. I was just looking at the jobs and I realized that Visa Asia Pacific, so Visa is obviously one of the biggest um, payments companies in the world. Visa was hiring for an internal auditor position that had an amazing coverage. So the role covered Asia Pacific, Middle East, Central Europe and Africa. And this was in a global team and they were looking for an auditor position. So I looked at the role and I thought, huh, that's really interesting. And at the time, it didn't cross my mind that I wanted to apply for any role. I was still in Ernst & Young Audit and Consulting. So I looked at it and I thought, okay, this is a really interesting opportunity. And I really started thinking about what's the next step in my career. Remember what we talked about, right? Career clarity. So I really started asking myself a lot of career clarity questions. I also, you know, uh, reviewed like, you know, how do I feel about it? You know, confidence. And I also asked myself in terms of competence, right? What are some of the skills that I want to learn in the next 12 months? And of course, you know, finally the value positioning part. So all these questions that I've been teaching you in the past four days of the bootcamp, I really thought about it when I saw the opportunity. And in the end, I decided to take it because I felt that it was a career growth, um, part, a career growth step for me. Now, if I had not set up my LinkedIn profile correctly, that means that that particular job, that particular interesting opportunity would not have been pushed by the LinkedIn algorithm to me because a lot of people don't know that your LinkedIn profile determines a very huge portion as to the jobs that are being recommended to you, right? That's how the LinkedIn algorithm works. So one of the mistakes that a lot of people make is that they go around spending so much time engaging or networking, right? Quote, unquote, networking. I'm trying to be friends with everybody, but they don't fix their LinkedIn profile. Now, if you don't fix your LinkedIn profile, what's going to happen is kind of like, think about it this way. It's kind of like you go around talking to all your neighbors and telling all your neighbors how good you are and you know why you you have like the best home the perfect house and everything else then you know when you invite them into your house which is basically your linkedin profile is your house and they go in and they are very disappointed because your house is in a mess and that is basically what it is when you have a very bad linkedin profile or rather an incomplete profile or a profile that doesn't really help you stand out in terms of skills as well as value positioning so the moral of the first story is how i got the opportunity because I had set up my LinkedIn profile correctly and really the LinkedIn jobs algorithm pushed the job to me. Then the second story was sometime in 2015. So that time I was with Visa and um, I wasn't actively looking out as well. So again, you know, it's really learning about attracting opportunities um, aside from, you know, of course you can apply if you want. And I teach a very, very specific method that has helped many of my students do that. But what I'm trying to say here is that there's also an element of attracting. And back in 2015, I wasn't really looking for a job. And then one day, I received a message, a DM on LinkedIn from the global HR of Standard Chartered Bank. So the HR message was, hi, Mei Ping, you know, I came across your profile 
and I'm very interested to speak with you for a role with the bank. And she told me what the role was. And basically, it was a completely new team that was set up to work on some remediation strategic projects for the bank. And she told me that the reason why I'm reaching out to you was because your profile um, states that you have done all these things and you have worked in these similar roles, which we think are really, really helpful and is really what we're looking for. And with that, she set up a very quick interview for me. And I think I got that job in seven days, seven days. And that's really fast. Now, why that's really fast is not just the fact that I had a great LinkedIn profile that allowed me to be found, but it's also because I already had the skills to do the job. But So what I needed to do was making sure that whatever skills and value positioning that I had, I could be found because my online brand, my professional reputation, my LinkedIn profile is set up in the right way that I can be found. So if you're someone who's really good at your job, you really need to make sure that you are standing out online. And by standing out online, I don't mean, you know, leaving comments here and there. What I mean is making sure that you have a very strong LinkedIn profile and you can apply these um, networking strategies that I teach which just take you maybe 10 minutes every single week and make sure that you get that. Because at the end of the day, your job is to make sure that you can be found. Okay. Otherwise, you will continue to feel frustrated because you feel that there are no opportunities for you, right? Then that's why, you know, as we get into this exercise, you know, what I've stated in this basic, basic presentation is all about if you have the kind of mindset that says that I will wait for my boss to help me grow my career. I personally think that is the worst advice ever. Now, I am not saying that your boss doesn't love you. I'm not saying that your company is bad. No. You, you can really enjoy your company and your career right now. That's perfectly okay. But what I am saying is that if the only thing, the only strategy that you have in your mind with regards to career growth is waiting for your boss, now I think that is a very dangerous situation because at the end of the day, there may be certain decisions that your boss may not, you know, be, may not be able to help out or may not be even within, you know, his or her, um, you know, decision-making power for lack of a better word. And I'll tell you, this is really true because I used to be in management and leadership positions when I was in the bank. I, I worked very closely with the C-suite, right? And the head of businesses. And there are a lot of moving parts. And sometimes, right, if the more junior you are, that means that your boss could just be a junior manager or even a senior manager. Sometimes some of them, they don't really have the decision-making power to you know, get you that next opportunity or to confirm that you can get that promotion or make sure that you do not get fired if there's a huge layoff coming, right? So yes, we want to make sure that we align expectations with our boss, managing expectations, gaining recognition, all these I teach, right? That's foundation. But the bigger mindset that you should have always is like, how can I make sure that I can also leverage my online brand? How can I also leverage my LinkedIn profile to make sure that I am attracting opportunities so that I have options. Now, the power of having options, it's, it's so powerful to have options, right? Like I said, the unhappiest people are the people who feel that they are stuck. The, the moment you know that you are never stuck wherever you are, that's when you become a lot braver and you feel more courageous and more confident because you know that somebody else also recognizes your abilities and it is your choice to commit to stay in whatever career that you're in right now, Okay. So the mindset I want you to have is really think about your LinkedIn profile as your 24-7 resume. This is kind of like your online business card. Now, I want you to visualize this. Now, if you go into any single person's LinkedIn profile, maybe you go into Maping's LinkedIn profile or you go to your friend's LinkedIn profile or even look at your own LinkedIn profile, you'll notice that when you go in, 
right? You see your picture, you see the headline, you see the banner, right? Whatever the first screen that you see, um, that's your business card. That's your online business card. It's not just pointless. It's not just like some, some gray screen that you can ignore. That's the wrong way to think about it. How I've always thought about it, and this is super duper helpful for me to get opportunities even until today. And many students who, nine to five professionals who have joined my online career course, The Corporate Survivor, many of them also join because they want to learn how I've truly maximized LinkedIn using like 10 minutes a week only, or maybe 20 minutes a month, right? To get that same results, right? That's because the first thing I teach is understanding why you are even spending time on LinkedIn. Not because LinkedIn is like social media, it's not, but how you can utilize LinkedIn as part of your career growth strategy, right? And this is in step three of what I teach, getting visible personal branding and module six is all about LinkedIn. Now, the moment you can shift your mindset to tell yourself that, hey, my LinkedIn profile is my 24-7 resume, then it will be automatically clear to you what you should be writing in there and what you should take out, right? If you look at most people's LinkedIn's prof uh, most people's LinkedIn profile, it is in a mess. It feels like it's some social media, Facebook or Instagram. Now, let me remind you, LinkedIn is not Facebook or Instagram. If you want to hang out on those platforms, you can go and do that. But LinkedIn is not that place for you to do that if you really want to grow your career. Now, I'm only talking to you if you truly want to grow your career in the corporate way. If you have any other ambitions, then this, this advice is like not relevant for you. Following me ping is not relevant for you, right? So that's why, right, you want to remind yourself every time you feel distracted, with random advice, every single time you see all this fluffy content that make you feel angry or agitated and like wanting to respond and wanting to argue, always remind yourself, what are you doing on LinkedIn, right? That's the most important question. How is LinkedIn helping you to grow your career? And it, if you are serious about it, then you need to remind yourself that LinkedIn is to help me attract new career opportunities, right? Even if you're not actively looking, particularly the time that you are not desperate because that's the time that you feel the most confident, you are the most calm and you'll be the most open to critically evaluate using your head and your heart to evaluate if that is the opportunity that you want. And this, this advice has really helped me for a very long time, okay? So let's get into today's exercise. So I've prepared a very short exercise for you, but I think this will be really, really helpful if you are someone who is basically having the wrong mindset as you're using LinkedIn or you are someone who don't know the power of LinkedIn or even if you are someone who has been spending time on LinkedIn um, looking for new opportunities, but you're not getting the opportunities that you want. So I think today's exercise will definitely help you a lot. Now, I want you to think about your LinkedIn profile. Now, in your LinkedIn profile, as you know, that's the picture, which is the most obvious one. But right down, right at the bottom of the picture, there's always that one line. And you, if you notice from different people's profile, like different people write different things, right? But the mindset that you should have, and rather the perspective I can share with you, is how can you see that headline as a pitch? So today's exercise is about helping you to update your LinkedIn profile your headline pitch. So remember what we did yesterday in value positioning, right? That's to write your professional pitch. So online branding is just using a small portion of that professional pitch that you have already done now. As I said, right, mapping's method is like we don't keep finding new stuff to do, right? We just need to make sure that whatever strategy that we are learning, everything can be consolidated together because everything is a jigsaw puzzle. If you're learning random things, right, it's not going to work out. So based on the value positioning professional pitch that we have done yesterday and you have already drawn that out. Now we're going to translate it. We're going to move it into your headline pitch. Okay? So here are three lines 
or rather three key value positioning statements or information that you must have on your LinkedIn headline. So this is, again, the LinkedIn headline is what's that, you know, is that headline that's like below your profile photo. So let's go through together. Now, line number one, I want you to write down what is your job title and what company that you're in. Now, remember what we talked about LinkedIn, right? LinkedIn is for you to sell your professional value and to further enhance your professional reputation. So if you don't write about the job title or the job function that you're in, how will anybody know what, what exactly are you doing right now? And how will anybody know, or rather how would the recruiters or HR know what kind of roles that they can approach you for, right? So make sure you write down what is your job title and for what company. Right. If you're not comfortable with the company, you can always um, write the industry. So, for example, you can say, um, you know, um, you know, senior quality assurance executive at FMCG. If you feel more comfortable with that, or you know, mechanical engineer at uh, Electronical MNC. If you are comfortable with that, but other than that, you know, you can just be the job title and the company. So, for example, if I was to work in the bank in the past, I would say that you know, my job title is the head of governance and control at Standard Chartered Global FI. So that would be Mipping said line, right? So what's your headline? Because that first line is to help people look to know what is your area of expertise and basically what you're doing right now, right? Now, once you have that, right? Because that, that should be the easiest to come up with because it's what you're doing right now. But try to give more details as well. Don't just say um, junior at audit firm. It's like too vague, right? So you really want to think about whatever statements or lines that you put in is it helping you to sell your value? So this will give you an idea of like how much to put in as well. So once you have that, then we can move into line two. So line two is now you are going to sell your expertise. And your expertise is going to be in the form of the core skills, so like the key skill set that you have acquired throughout your entire career. Now you listen very carefully. I said the keyword is your entire career, not just in this job, right? So again, in the previous um, positioning statement, we talked about some of the core areas that you are specialized in. So this is the perfect place to put in. So for me, I may say something like specialized in risk management, customer due diligence, and audit assurance. Maybe those are the three core areas. Now, let's say you are a lawyer. So maybe for you, you can say specialized in client advisory, legal due diligence, and contract drafting. Maybe if you're a lawyer, that's for you, right? That's something that a lot of my um, clients who are lawyers and students who are lawyers in my program, The Corporate Survivor, use as well, right? Let's say you are an engineer, right? Maybe for you, you are specialized in AutoCAD, right? Mechanical design and could be something else, right? And, you know, really think about the nature of the job that you're doing right now and the function that you are involved in because this will then help you to identify what are the core skill set that you have. So I'll give you another example as well. So let's say you're an accountant. Maybe for you, is specialized in financial reporting, general ledger accounting, and, um, okay, maybe it can be something else, right? And I could be, I don't know, IFRS, right? So what I'm trying to say here is make sure that whatever specialty that you have or the expertise that you have, you are really bringing it to the forefront so that when a recruiter or HR, or even a hiring manager looks at it, they're like, oh, okay, maybe is doing this. Okay, she's doing, she's doing this job now, but her core expertise covers all these areas. That's really what you're trying to do. So don't just write some random stuff, but really be intentional and be strategic in whatever that you're writing on your headline. Okay, so once you already have that, right, and 
Your specialty could even be something of a soft skill as well. If you want to put in, that's fine. Not, but make sure that you have some specialty. So for example, you know, just to wrap it up very quickly, let's say you're in a project management role or maybe you're in a PR communications role, right? Where your specialty could be uh, something that's more people related. And that's okay to put in as well, right? You can even write something like, you know, specialized in stakeholder collaboration, like, you know, cost geographical um, collaboration or, you know, media and PR. But that, that's okay because it's still part of your core expertise. But the main point is that you must have a core expertise, okay? Then the final line is, if you are open to opportunities, then you want to make it very clear. So you can say, open to opportunities in, you can either put in what kind of role that you want, or maybe function, or maybe industry. So now I understand that sometimes, right, um, you're also afraid that what if my, maybe what if my boss sees um, my LinkedIn profile and I'm not comfortable if my boss, you know, knows I want to resign. I mean, it's not about like you want to resign immediately, but I understand the concern that maybe, right, you don't want someone to know that you're open to opportunities. But as a start, you really need to determine what you're looking for. But because remember, I told you in the career clarity portion is that you can't just say, I want to do everything and anything because that means that you will not find the thing. Okay. So you want to be very specific. Instead, you, know, you can say open to opportunities or you can say interested in, passionate in, whatever the, the term is, right? But be very clear what you're looking for. So I give you some examples of what I've recommended to some of my clients and students um, in my program. So for some of them, let's say, you know, they are lawyers, right? So Maybe you're a lawyer who is looking to move from a legal firm and you want to move into um, a commercial company. So maybe for you, you may say that, you know, interested in, um, inter interested in uh, commercial, um, commercial contracting and, um, you know, customer research and due diligence or, you know, um, legal due diligence and um, compliance. Or maybe you can say, you know, interested in, you know, commercial compliance, ethics and anti-bribery if that's really an area that you're interested in, right? Or interested in commercial contracts, um, you know, outsourcing arrangements and, I don't know, legal due diligence, whatever that is, right? But my point is that you really want to be as specific as possible of an area that you're interested in, particularly if you're someone who is trying to change careers and maybe, you know, you just want to explore like the next thing. So when I moved out from um, consulting to commercial, maybe at that time, it would have been helpful if I said something like, you know, open to opportunities in um, commercial accounting or like commercial consulting and, you know, business strategy or something like that. So you can use specific keywords, but my point here is that you want to actually indicate to the recruiter or HR that these are the areas that you're interested in. And this may not necessarily mean that you, you are trying to make a, a big career change as well. Even if you're doing something that's similar to what you're doing right now, it's fine too. So, you may even say something, let's say you are a assistant manager and you're looking for managerial roles. So I may say something like, you know, open to um, opportunities um, in managerial level positions, right, for finance or like finance manager level positions. Like you can even be a little bit more specific if you want, just to hint and give a bit of an indicator so that the HR recruiters and hiring managers know what kind of roles that you might be interested in and therefore they will reach out to you. Now, these three lines, right, for your LinkedIn profile's headline page may sound really simple, but a lot of people are not doing it the right way. And I know it's because I have so many students who are 9 to 5 professionals and, you know, before before they join the corporate survivor, one of the, the major complaints that they come to me is like, maybe I've been spending a lot of time on LinkedIn. I followed all the guru's advice. I've been spending so much time networking and engaging and like, talking to, to every single stranger that I can find, but I'm not getting opportunities. And the first thing I tell them is that, yeah, because that's not how you do it on LinkedIn, right? 
Because what you need to do is to first focus on your profile. And specifically in your profile, today we only had the time to go through your headline pitch, but there are many, many other things that I do teach step-by-step in my career program. So profile first, then optimizing your profile settings. Then after that, you can get into the learning how to find a job using LinkedIn jobs. And then finally, the networking engagement is the final phase already. That's like the final portion of what you should be doing. But most people are doing it wrong because they are doing the engaging. They're doing the networking first, but they're not sorting out their house. Remember, your LinkedIn profile is your house. So you really want to make sure that you get that one done first. So at a minimum, if you're struggling to find new opportunities on LinkedIn, whether you're an active job seeker or just someone who's just open to opportunities, the first thing I want you to do is really work on your headline pitch. I want you to update this headline pitch based on what I've taught you today because this will give you a lot more clarity. Now, you may come to a situation and you tell me that, hey, Miping, even writing the headline pitch, I'm also struggling. Now, this is then not a question on LinkedIn. This is actually a broader question around your career clarity. As I said, right, everything is a circle. That's why in the five-day bootcamp, I taught you career clarity first. Then we went into confidence, competence, value positioning, and then LinkedIn. There's a reason why I didn't teach you online branding on day one, even though it's supposed to be the coolest thing right now. That's because online branding is the final part of the puzzle. Career clarity and what you want is the first part of the puzzle. Okay? So if there's anything that you take away from Today's bootcamp so far with regards to online branding is that really having the right mindset when you're thinking of LinkedIn and when you're spending time on LinkedIn so that you are really maximizing the time that you're spending on um, LinkedIn as a platform to help you get new opportunities and help you progress in your career, not creating more frustration by getting distracted by all these likes and all these other funny stuff online, (laughs) which is really not the most helpful thing for you, right? So if you're following me, that tells me, as I said, right, you are someone who truly cares about your career and you want to find more opportunities. And really, this is the best way to do it. But you just want to make sure that the online branding part is always the final stage, right? The first few stages, as I said, always is making sure that you have clarity, you have confidence, competence, value positioning, and then online branding, okay? So make sure that you follow the sequence in the right way as well. So again, you know, if you have not downloaded the 5-Day Career Growth Guide and you really want to have a copy for yourself um, as you go through some of these exercises together, you might want to relook at it. Um, make sure that you go to www.maping.com. Just sign up for this guide. I'll send you the guide together with the replays of all the 5-Day Bootcamp. If you need a bit of a refresher, I think that will help a lot as well. Then for students in my career course, so many of you have also ask as well. Just say, hey, you know, how can I learn more? So if you are a student in uh, my program, The Corporate Survivor, now this is really what I want to point you to. So the reality is that, as I said, we want to make sure that we are spending time to gain clarity on your job. So this is all about understanding the corporate world, corporate mindset, culture, people and personality. Then once you have done that and you have already you know, gotten confident with corporate skills. So you've assessed your skills gap. You've also enhanced your corporate skills. Then we can get into getting visible and personal branding. So yesterday for value positioning, we kind of talked about the overarching thing that you can use for your job as well as externally. And that's why for today's bootcamp, day five is all about online LinkedIn branding. So I'm just going to click in and just show you very quickly what I mean by making sure that you are doing it in the right sequence. So the first thing you need to do is work on your profile first. And whatever I'm telling you in this bootcamp is exactly what I tell my clients as well. It's just that in Corporate Zara, you get like 100 times more of the value and more information and more strategies on how to do it. So again, work on your profile first. Once you have built your profile the right way, then you work on optimizing your settings. 
only after that, right, you can get into the other stuff, which is the networking. You can do work on the engagement. Then I teach you how to look for jobs on LinkedIn if you are an active job seeker. Then obviously, there are some other questions around content, and that's something I cover as well to share my perspective. So my point is you really want to make sure the sequence is the right sequence because I think I've seen way too many people who are doing it in the wrong direction and end up, they feel stuck, they are not seeing the opportunity and then they give up in the end. So that's not really what I want for you. LinkedIn is a step-by-step thing and I've used LinkedIn for more than 10 years. I have many students and clients who join the program because they want to get clear, get confident and get visible. And LinkedIn is one of the strategies in that. It's not the main strategy because there's no one strategy that's like a magic pill. Okay. So everything is connected together. And that's why it's like everything is in my framework of step one, step two and step three as well. So you just want to kind of like think about it in that way. I think that will give you a lot more clarity on how to progress as well. Now I'll just show you also something else um, since many of you have also asked about hey, you know, maybe if I want to approach the job search, like what, what does that mean? So let me show you um, very quickly as well. Not this one. Okay, let me, not this one. Okay, maybe I'll show you the, uh, let me think. Let me show you the mentoring portion first, which I think is going to be more helpful. Okay, so there was one um, mentoring workshop that I ran a couple of months ago, and that was actually all about the, how do you maximize, um, okay, hold on. This is the job search. Yep, sorry about that. Okay, so now you're actually looking at the um, job search uh, lessons that's in the corporate survivor. So this is lifetime access. Now, whatever that I have taught you in the five-day bootcamp in terms of the sequence is also the sequence that I teach as we deep dive into the 30J job search program that is a lifetime access lessons in the corporate survivor as well. So remember what we talked about? What's the first thing that you should focus on? It's all about clarity. So identifying your career interest and direction is the most important thing because if you don't do that, then you don't have clarity, then it's going to be very difficult to proceed. So once you have done that, then only you have the time and mental space to get into the other stuff. So what do I mean by the other stuff is particularly your resume. So if you don't know what your competence is, you're not confident in yourself and you don't have a clear value positioning, week two, revamping your resume is going to help you to do that, right? Confidence, competence, value positioning will all come in together, particularly if you're, if you're trying to sell yourself. Once you have done that, as I said, we fix the core first, then you can move on to the next part. And the next part is the online branding portion, right? Then after that, obviously, with interview skills, is accumulation of the first three things, right? Knowing the job that you want, being able to sell yourself in your resume and your LinkedIn profile, and then you can focus on interview skills, which is then conveying whatever that you have um, packaged about yourself, right? So that's kind of like the way to, to think of to think of interviews. So I hope that this kind of gives you a bit more clarity on where does LinkedIn sit, right? In the in the step-by-step towards career growth, where does LinkedIn sit in the process? And in the three-step framework that I teach for the corporate survivor, LinkedIn actually sits in step three and that's phase three, get visible personal branding. So only after you are clear on the corporate world, you know how you're adding value, you can get along with people, you are improving your skills, you can deliver a good job, you can get good feedback, then you are ready to get visible, right? So you need to focus on yourself first, right? What you really can deliver, upskill yourself, develop yourself. Then once you're ready, then um, it's time to for someone to recognize you. So you only want to be recognized when you're already adding value because um, positive recognition is very important. So attention for the sake of attention is not useful, but making sure that you have positive recognition and a positive professional reputation is going to bring you a really, really long way. Okay. So I hope that you have enjoyed. 
today's session of the bootcamp and any questions or any uh, perspectives that you have had about LinkedIn so far has been addressed um, because this is something that I'm really, really passionate about. I've used LinkedIn for more than 10 years. I've gotten many, many opportunities that allow me to grow my career, you know, progress up the career ladder as well as increase my salary and income. So it's really, really helpful. But just know that that is the final part of the process. If you're really, really good at what you do, then LinkedIn will help you elevate that. So don't get distracted. It's just one part of the three-part framework that I teach, right? It's one, just one part of the three-step strategy, the three-step framework that I teach. But just make sure that you are looking at LinkedIn and really maximizing LinkedIn in the right steps. Then that's really how you can you know, really leverage the platform to find more opportunities, to grow your career, and really to enjoy long-term career success. Okay? So I hope that you have enjoyed our five-day career growth bootcamp. So we talked about Career clarity, what do you want? We talked about confidence, which is how you're feeling. We talked about competence, what are you good at? We then wrap it all up in you know day four, value positioning, which is what can you offer? And we package everything together using online branding in day five, which is how are you standing out? So this sequence is really, really important. And if I could shorten it even further, that would basically be the three-step framework that I teach in the Corporate Survivor, which is my signature career course for 9 to 5 professionals who want to grow their career in the corporate world with clarity and confidence. So that's all about step one, get clear about the corporate world. Step two, get confident with corporate skills. And step three, get visible with personal branding. So with that, I hope that you have gained a lot in our five-day career growth bootcamp. And more importantly, you are now ready to go out there and take the right steps and the right action to finally grow your career right now. So with that, I wish you all the best. And if you want to learn more about The Corporate Survivor, you can go to www.maping.com or www.thecorporatesurvivor.co. So if you are ready, I look forward to seeing you in the course. And you have any further questions, you can definitely let me know as well. Um, if you are a Corporate Survivor student who is watching this bootcamp right now, I hope that you continue to dive back in the course and I will see you in our monthly mentoring sessions where I can better help you with personalized advice guidance to better navigate your latest career situation so that you feel a lot more confident in what you do and you know that no matter what struggles or what challenges that you're facing, there is always a way out. There is always an answer. There's always something you can do about it, right? I hope that you feel inspired. I hope you feel empowered and you're also motivated to do the right thing and make the right decision for your career. So with that, I wish you all the best and I'll see you in the Corporate Survivor. Till then, bye-bye. Good luck.